Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, then look at the theory surrounding it. I won't give you any answers because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decipher yourself. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. The episode this week is a true crime episode. This week, we're looking at something that happened in Atlanta, Georgia, in 1995. We're looking at the death of Nicole Smith. This episode involves sexual assault and the murder of a young girl. If that's going to upset you, mark it as played and don't listen. Your emotional well-being comes first. On June 7th, 1995, Nicole Smith was walking to school when she realised that she'd forgotten an assignment. She turned around, cutting through a nearby wooded area to get there quicker. She was never seen alive again. Nicole was 14 and a straight-A student. She was looking forward to the 8th grade graduation that was happening in a few weeks and was meant to go shopping later that day to buy a dress for it. On the walk to school, she told her sister and friends that she was going to run home to get her assignment, assuring them that she'd see them at school. During the short walk home, she was attacked. Her attackers accosted her, beat her brutally and sexually assaulted her before shooting her. Two security guards from a nearby apartment complex heard the sound of the gunshot and went to investigate the source. They entered the wooded area and within a few minutes found the body of Nicole. They phoned the police and homicide detectives were dispatched to the scene, located just off of Campbellton Road. They arrived at 9.35am. They found Nicole's body sprawled on the ground with her purse, book bag and various items of clothing scattered around her. Nicole's mother, Akinelia, had also heard the gunshot from her apartment. When she heard the police helicopters, she knew something was going on, but didn't know it involved her daughter. At least until there was a knock at the door. Nicole's book bag had her name and address written inside, which led the police directly to the apartment. Akinelia showed the police a picture of her daughter, and they knew they were in the right place. They told her what had happened. Nicole's body was given an autopsy where the medical examiner discovered that she had been sexually assaulted. Police took and preserved DNA evidence. The autopsy revealed a little more of the story. It seems like Nicole had known that she was about to be shot because there was a bullet wound through her hand. It looked like Nicole had likely been on the ground when this happened, raised her hand to cover her face and was shot. Police canvassed the area, knocking on doors and speaking to residents in the area. 
They believed that the killer was likely local because the wooded area wasn't likely to be found by a stranger. Nobody had any information to give and the case had no leads or suspects, leaving it to go cold. In 2004, the case resurfaced in the media. Another girl had been attacked. This time, a 13-year-old in East Point, Georgia, was walking home one night when she was approached by a black male. He grabbed her and dragged her into a wooded area near Connolly Drive. There, he told her that he would kill her if she didn't comply with his demands. He sexually assaulted her before blaming her for the event. He told her that it was her own fault for walking alone at night. Then he left her. The attack took place just three miles from where Nicole had been killed. DNA evidence was collected once again and was a match for the DNA found on Nicole. The second victim was able to provide a detailed description of the attacker. She described him as light-skinned, 25 to 30 year old, and around 5 foot 10, maybe weighing 190 pounds. She said that he had a prominent gap between his front teeth, a short afro, and was wearing gold-rimmed glasses at the time of the attack. With the newly made police sketch, police got to work. They launched a new investigation into Nicole's murder. This time, they obtained the attendance records from Nicole's school. Any male student who was marked absent or late on the day of Nicole's death was a suspect. They ran down the list of 153 people, obtaining DNA samples from a lot of them. None of them were matches. In December 2005, a billboard with the police sketch was put up less than a mile from where Nicole's body had been found. The police were inundated with tips from people who believed they knew the suspect, but all of the leads were dead end. Once again, the police had hit a wall. They didn't give up though, and in 2020, they began to use genetic genealogy in an attempt to identify the killer. It's a slow process that may take years. The composite sketch was updated to show what the killer may look like in recent times and police remain optimistic that they will learn who he is. The only thing left in this story is the theories. Let's look at them. Nicole Smith was attacked and killed in June 1995, only for the case to go cold until a second attack happened. Who did it? Well, there's some more story hiding in here, so let's take a look. Detectives believed that the killer was local to the Atlanta area, but also considered the possibility that he was just someone who visited the area infrequently which would explain why nobody recognised him. Both attacks also took place in June, which led the 
lead detective Vince Velasquez to speculate that it may have been a man who visits the area around Father's Day. It's rare for serial rapists to have such a long gap between attacks, and it's believed that he may have been in jail for something unrelated, or that there were other attacks that were never reported. Now here's where the rest of the story comes in. Around Christmas of 2021, detectives received notification that the DNA from both attacks had matched the DNA of someone. The second victim, named Betty Brown, said that she wasn't okay with how long it took to get to where the investigation is now, but is happy that they had finally made some progress. The DNA linked to a man named Kelvin Arnold. He would have been around 23 at the time that he killed Nicole, and didn't have any other crimes linked to him. He was never arrested for either the attack on Nicole Smith or Betty Brown because he died in Fulton County, Georgia in 2021 after being in hospice care with liver and kidney failure. I sort of duped you a little this episode, but in fairness, I didn't know that this one had been solved when I set the season up. I don't research anything until I hit that episode on my list, which is why that happens. Regardless, the murder of Nicole Smith has been solved, but it wasn't really the justice that people wanted. The story for this episode came from a Medium article called Taken by Force, The Murder of Nicole Smith, and a CBS news report called Atlanta Police Solved Girls 1995 Killing that was featured on America's Most Wanted. The end of the story this week came from a People article called 1995 Cold Case Murder of a 14-year-old Atlanta Girl Solved After More Than 25 Years and a Daily Mail article from January last year that details the DNA evidence. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm still working on posting short pieces of episodes onto TikTok, as well as putting full episodes on YouTube. Um, uh, yeah, I also have a Patreon, which is now updated to have all of the scripts from the previous season on it. So you can go and have a look at those. Um, aside from that, I don't know really what else to post on it this season. Um, there is a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree. And as before, you are welcome to pledge more than £3 a month. And I'll find something extra special for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events, or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said either, because once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself on it. This week's Creature Feature will be out on Saturday, and next week's episode will be out on Wednesday, February 15th, so hold on until then. <laughs>